Milwaukee, it is time for the most live 60 minutes in radio. Bringing you pop culture, sports, entertainment, and all the trending topics. Keeping it real and telling you like it is. This is nothing but the truth on the new 1017 The Truth. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is your host, Melanie Ricks. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's nothing but the truth. We in the booth. Up in here, we about to get loose somewhere. Too geek. Uh-huh. Too cool. Uh-huh. Put them out. I'm trying to see who's who. You got Melanie Ricks. Go follow Melanie Picks. Whatever Melanie wants. You know that Melanie gets. You got Ben Jimmy with the track blazer. If you let him tell it, it's amazing. From 12 to 1, that's a power hour. We gonna keep it 100 like a whole dollar. Paul and Mel, but they can pop the cows. Because Mel kept it so really made a show about it. And that's the truth, baby. Oh. 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 Talk to me. 1017, 1017, 1017. We straight back it on. 1017, 1017, 1017. We're going to cover it on. 1017, 1017, 1017. Go and plug them on. 1017. What's happening on? 1017. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Nothing But The Truth with Melanie Ricks. Okay, I'm so sorry if you see me on YouTube. This is so weird, Ben. I don't know how to, like, do it. I literally don't know how to do it. You gotta you gotta either move to your right or move your camera to the left. Move, move your camera to the left. Let, let's just try the camera but to this the is, left. But this is what's going on. I'm moving it, and you still are only seeing a certain side of my face. Like, literally. I'm not even Scoot, scoot to the so. right. Scoot to the right again. Scoot to the right. My right? Your right. Okay, ready? Here we go. Yeah! There you go. There you go. So you mean to tell me I got to be lopsided today? All right. If that's what we're doing, that's what we're doing. (laughs) I don't get it, but it's cool. Hey, everybody. um, I'm also going to... You know what, Ben? Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be right here, but I'm going to look at my um, Instagram live because then I don't have to look at myself like this because that's what I'm doing right now. It doesn't look like it, but, you know, technology props. Whatever. Um, Hey, everybody. Whatever floats the boat. And guess what? This boat do be floating. Okay? Yes, you do. Um, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Nothing But The Truth with Melanie Ricks. I am coming at you live from my hotel room in Minnesota. And I normally don't, like, go live. So, like, kind of embarrassed I didn't make the bed. I normally don't go live from, like, the hotel room. But, you know, we did that today. So, sorry I didn't make my bed. Embarrassing. Um, but what'd you say? Oh, I just said it was embarrassing. See? So. See, it's embarrassing. I mean, it can't be embarrassing. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. It can be embarrassing. But guess what? Um, you know, we're, we're just going to live in our truth today because it is nothing but the truth. If it was nothing but lies, the bed would be made. But this is nothing but the truth then. So the bed is not made. Thanks. Um, how are you doing today, Ben? Uh, I'm good because I made my bed this morning. 
So I think I completed oh. one task. You know, good, that, uh, good for you. Yeah. I love that for you. Uh, came did I nothing but came did truth be told this morning. Got Telly and DT rolling. Now, now, now I'm with you. So basically, Ben is uh, trying to imply that he's been more productive than me today. And you know what? I'm going to go ahead and agree with that sentiment. You have been. Um, but you know what I did do today? I You didn't have to ding that, Ben. That was not necessary. I think the world uh, needs to know. But... <laughs> what I did do today, though, was I started to, <laughs> I started to watch the Giannis documentary. It is so good you guys like ben was telling me yeah i'm gonna bust you out ben what don't do ben that don't that he, mel, i have to ben mel, i have to bust mel, you out i'm so mel, sorry come on man look ben, I, I, what happens look uh, what, what happens in between me and you stays in between me and you okay uh, don't tell what these people my business no what happens between you and me ben uh goes onto these airwaves Whatever. so ben was telling me earlier don't believe uh, in nation. She, she's talking to lie nation me, but, right now but, Know that this is what happened. Um, ben told me that he watched the trailer and he said he had to bring a bucket. He actually said that he had to go over and get a bucket for his tears because they were falling so much. He said for each eye, he just had to keep moving the bucket. <laughs> I know, no, but real talk, Ben. Yeah. It's, it's one of those where it's just like so emotional where you're like, oh my gosh, like this is a really good documentary. Truth Nation, uh, look, you know, this is Truth. Uh, 1017 The Truth, and I really have to tell my truth, okay? Yeah, you know what? Mel got me, all right? That is true. Look, I watched the, the, Giannis, uh, the Giannis trailer uh, for the documentary of his life just last night. I was on my couch. I was laying down. I was like, you know what? This popped up on YouTube. Let me go ahead and check it out. I am not going to lie to you. I consider myself to be a movie buff. All right, I love movies, right, whether it's the, the genre of horror or science fiction <laughs> or whatever. I love a good film to watch. When I watched the trailer for Giannis Antetokounmpo, I so good wanted to drop so good. a couple tears. Every, I mean, it, it, just only so two minutes because, of watching the trailer. Like, come on. And Ben, it so I felt that I tweeted about that. I yeah. was like, five, I'm five minutes in, and I'm so emotional already. Like, it's it's just so good. Like, it's really, really good. Um, it and everything that they talk about in so it's Giannis the marvelous journey. I believe it's the full title. It's on Amazon Prime, on Prime Video. Correct, and, correct. And it's just like one of those where it like makes you want to go and be your absolute ultimate best self that you can be. Like it, it's just, it really is a very inspiring documentary. It's and all I'm inspiring. only 30 minutes in. Well, you're, you're, so you're 30 minutes into the doc, yes. doc already? Yes. Well, what are, what I are you? 30 minutes in. What are your, a few of your takeaways? Um, That... Okay, Yanni's parents are truly incredible. Um, they they came from Nigeria. They had to leave their oldest son behind mm-hmm. when they moved because you know they're, they're, the village they come from, it, it, especially at the time, was very poor, um, very poverty ridden, and they you know they came over to Greece to start a better life. And what was crazy about that, um, which I actually didn't know. They made their way, like they just wanted to go somewhere different, Ben. Mm-hmm. And they stopped in Greece because his mom was like, okay, we've been traveling long enough. And they were illegal for all of Yanni and the Nassis and uh, like every, all of their, the remaining four sons, their whole childhood, his parents were illegal. And this I did know. 
Greece gave both uh, Giannis and Thanasis uh, a Greek citizenship because they wanted them to play for their national team mm. when they want, you know, uh, for their basketball. So that was why they even got like their Greek like citizenship. And then Nigeria was also fighting over it for Giannis to play for them. It was just a whole thing like that kind of stuff I knew. But it's just so cool, like hearing their story about them going to the Internet cafe and, you know, paying a euro an hour to go and watch like literally just go watch the greats. He was like, like watching Kobe and watching Shaq. Oh, he talked about the Celtics Lakers, uh, 08, uh, finals. Like he, he just talked about a lot of different things just in that 30 minute window. And I still have an hour to go, Ben. It's really good. I highly recommend it. And Ben and I got into a very spirited conversation this morning because of it. Very true. Very true. I mean, how can you not after, again, talking about the Giannis documentary and seeing how impactful it is? I mean, again, like I said, I really wanted to cry. And it was just within a minute to two minutes of the actual trailer that I saw. I mean, part of it was was heart wrenching, especially just because throughout the trailer and what made the trailer so good is that you actually get a, a snapshot of who Giannis is and who his family is within that two minutes. Like, again, one of the biggest, I guess, the climax of the trailer that I saw was Giannis actually losing his father to a heart attack. I mean, Truth Nation, if I'm going to go ahead and, and, and reveal my truth, I, uh, you know, you guys experienced it with me live on air while I was do, uh, going through myself. But when I lost my father to a heart attack and I'm hearing Giannis lost his father to a heart attack, it was one of those things to me where I was just like, I was like, my God, like, man, this, this, it made me actually love Giannis just that much more. I was like, man, this dude is a real human. You know, that that's the... Uh, Take take away him being a part of the Bucks. Take away him being a, uh, uh, one of the greatest NBA players of this generation of this decade. He's a real human being, from my understanding of what I'm actually um, um, getting from Giannis through this documentary, and honestly, even just all the interviews that he's went on to do. It's just like, man, like I wish. There are more people who use their celebrity how Giannis uses his celebrity. I feel like Giannis uses his celebrity as a person knowing that whatever he speaks, somebody else is going to be out there and they're going to, they're going to go ahead and follow. Like, I think that he really believes that he is some kind of a figure in a lot of people's lives, a lot of children's lives. Like, that's just so crazy to me to, to know that you're that impactful, but it's, that much more crazy to me to believe or not to believe, but for him to know that, you know what? People are lying on my words. Like people are resting on whatever I'm going to say. And what the next thing that I say may actually impact them or influence them to do, to either do right or do wrong. Like one of the biggest things that I even took away from even just the trailer, even the trailer mail was the fact that like when, uh, when uh, Giannis was talking and he was like, you know, the biggest, uh, I got to put on the Giannis accent real quick. I'll try, I'll try my butt. All right. But no, he goes on to say, look, um, the biggest difference in between somebody being a hero or being a coward is how they deal with fear. All right. And it made me think about myself. It made me think about my whole life. I was like, my God, like how have I dealt, dealt with fear my entire life? How have I dealt, dealt with uh, trying to be the hero in somebody's life? How do I personally being jamming deal with fear have i rose up to the occasion or have i let fear consume me and a lot of times especially living in the city of milwaukee fear can consume you i feel like a lot of people when it comes down to the things that we have to face whether it's the police encounters whether it's the the poverty that we deal with whether it's just even stepping outside in your front yard yard and and worrying about if you're going to be shot or not all right if you're going to actually come home and actually survive how did you actually deal with that fear and it led me to believe that a lot of people who actually do do deal with these things, these traumatic uh, uh, incidences, 
are actually, in fact, their own heroes. They they go along, they actually end up saving themselves a lot of the times. So it led me to believe, like, you know what? I need to go and actually watch this whole entire Giannis documentary because ultimately I love an awe-inspiring uh, figurehead who can ultimately, when I listen to them, I can pick up some kind of knowledge or some kind of game or some kind of gems that's going to benefit not just my life but the next person's life that I ultimately come on these radio stations, talk to, talk about, and helps influence them and uplift them. I mean, Mel, again, you're 30 minutes into watching this Giannis documentary. Do you got your tissue with you while watching this movie? Do you got your popcorn with you while watching this movie? I do. I actually literally, I'm like, I'm not kidding. There's like a box of Kleenex. Yeah. Because once I, once I, I'm like so serious, once I realized how good and emotional I was going to get, like get from this Giannis uh, documentary, I mm-hmm. literally brought it by my bed because <laughs> like it, I'm so serious too, bed. Yeah. Because like you said, I mean, um, Let's talk about the dad component for uh, a second. Woo! So you lost your dad recently. Yep. And I don't, for you, for where you are right now, because so Ben lost his dad only a few months ago, you guys. It's, May, May it's 18th, so very 2023. May 18th, 2023 is the day I lost my father. May 18th of 2023. Not even a full year, Ben. Yeah. And, um, you know, my prayers are always with you and your 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 uh, healing and your, your journey toward, like, your journey moving forward. Cause it really is like you close one chapter, you know what I'm, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there's a certain part of you that, you know, is with him and always will be. And he'll yeah. always be with you. Very true. So like, do, do you feel like watching these type of documentaries and knowing what's going to end up happening to Charles Antetokounmpo? Cause I, like in the beginning, obviously mm-hmm. he's still very much alive and, and, uh, he and Veronica very early on in Yanni's career, like they were doing interviews and stuff like that. So they yeah. show him. Um, and there are a few things where when I see him come on screen, it's very difficult for me. Cause I also lost my dad. Mm. Um, my dad though, my dad has been gone now for like four years, I want to say. Um, and I didn't, I didn't have a really strong relationship with him. Mm. Um, but it, it, it still feels like there's a piece of you that's, gone you know what i mean and right. it's a very eerie feeling to exist knowing that one of your parents is not here it's mm-hmm. it's eerie it's scary for you though does it bring you any sense of comfort you know for where you are right now in your healing journey like does it does it help you to to see you know other motivating father figures because uh, for me i look for father figures out in the in the world now and yeah. i don't do it intentionally but i i notice myself gravitating toward older men mm. and not like in a sexual or intimate way i don't mean it like that i mean like hey, for real because here, here here come all the old cats texting you know, i'll take I care was of you gonna say, i'll be a sugar dad yeah don't don't I'll be a sugar dad me, baby girl I'm not I'm not a sugar daddy kind of girl, but no disrespect to the people who are because mm-hmm. get your money, boo. Um, but, I, you know, I don't I don't mean it like that. I mean, like I genuinely and it's a hindsight thing, Ben, where I'm looking back at my relationships and I'm like, I am bonded with a lot or a, like by a lot. I mean, like two or three middle aged men. And mm-hmm. I think it's because I am looking I'm seeking a father figure almost like and almost unintentionally because I don't have my dad but yeah. yeah for you like when you see stuff like that does it help you in any shape way or form uh, like how do you respond to it honestly it just for me personally it just lets me know how important fathers are you know like I have a newfound respect for the passing of people I have a newfound respect for just fathers in general you know um it's so crazy because 
I was watching the Blue Beetle movie, and Blue Beetle ends up losing his father in, uh, due to a heart attack in the movie. And as I watched the movie, I'm like, oh, my God. I actually got to cry in the theaters. I'm not going to lie to you. I got to cry in the theaters when I saw him lose his father. But ultimately, for me, I'm still on my healing journey. I'm still trying to put the pieces together for myself because, again, the person that I was prior to my my father's passing isn't here no more. Like, I am forever changed. I'm forever changed. I'm forever changed. My family is forever ever changed. My brothers and sisters. like, And nobody can really truly prepare you for when you actually end up losing your, your father or your mother. When you actually lose a parent, something inside you dies as well. You know, and like I said before, it's just me just trying to re-understand who I am. Me, me reconfigure who I am and what I really want in this life. Uh, in this lifetime, in this life that I, I'm granted with. And it made me think to myself, like, you know what, man, what do you want to dedicate the rest of your life to? Like, what do you want this all to be for? You know, because ultimately one day I'm going to be there as well. You know, ultimately one day Ben Jamin, Benjamin Hooks, uh, born on June 6, 1992, one day we'll have a death day. I will have a toe tag one day. And ultimately what do I want my legacy to be? And I think that's something that all of us actually, especially when you're a millennial, I think, and, and Gen Z or uh, the Gen Alpha generation, I think that's something that we're all actually striving for right now because we know for a fact our past, you know, we're all trying to break generational curses. And right now is the time and the moment for us to, Break those generational curses and be like, you know what? What do I want my life to be? What is going to be my legacy when I'm when it's all said and done? Do I want the big bronze statue like Kobe Bryant, or do I want to be the president of the United States, or do I just want to just live a simple life and have a nice family with the dog out front? You know what do I truly want with my with my life? And and Mel, that's that's I said that all to say that's what. My father's passing has ultimately pushed me to start thinking about when it comes down to just life. It, and it's constantly, each and every day for me, it's constantly a, a, a reminder that one day I'm going to go to, one day I will to perish. So I'm just trying to figure out, you know, my greatness and what I'm going to be at or who I'm going to be 10 years, 20 years, 30 years to the day Ben dies. You know what I'm saying? That's where I'm at no, really, really when it comes down to my father's passing and how it affected me. I get that. I definitely get that, Ben. And I think, um, you know, going into what we wanted to talk about today, it's all about what motivates you and, Mm -hmm. you know, what's interesting. And also, I mean, let's just say it, it's crappy to think about, but like their heartache, it really, it can be such a big motivating factor. Mm -hmm. And it's sad because it's like, you don't want something bad to happen in order for you to feel that ambition. But sometimes that is what it takes, you know, to help motivate your, I mean, your entire being, but also just take your, your way of thinking and your perception on life to the Mm -hmm. next level. And I think that everybody, um, even if you were born into wealth, because I hate, I, I, I used to like read all the nepotism articles, like, ah, like, yep, that's how they got there. But it's like, you have to still work hard Mm -hmm. because people who are products of nepotism in any industry i'm not saying even just family or excuse me famous people but like in any industry i feel like sometimes you have it harder because you you had that entryway but now it's like okay but i gotta stay i gotta prove myself i got Mm -hmm. you know whatever it may be and maybe that's their motivation for you maybe like you said your mindset changed when your dad passed away maybe you have a different type of motivation like something else different that motivates you i'm saying it's like a transformation you know It's a total transformation. And isn't it interesting, um, the life events that can transform our mindset and just transform who we are as people. It's really incredible. So yeah, today's topic, what motivates you? That's what we want to ask you guys. 
833-212-1017. Talk to text line is open. The phone lines are open. But we want to know what motivates you. What gets you going? What helps you think bigger and better and grander? Um, or do you have issues with being motivated? And if so, why is that? Today's show, we want to talk all about motivation. Very inspired by the Giannis Antetokounmpo uh, Amazon documentary that the Marvelous Giannis, I forget, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. The Mar- Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, sorry about that. That's what it's called, go watch it on Prime Video. No, this is not an ad, I just really was inspired by it. Ben was inspired by the trailer, and we wanna know what motivates you. 833-212-1017. Nothing But The Truth with Melanie Ricks returns after this on 1017 The Truth, the Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You are listening to Nothing But The Truth with Melanie Ricks on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Yes, I did. So I packed it up and brought it back to the crib. Just a little something, show you how we live. Everybody want it, but it ain't that serious. Mm-hmm. That's that So if you gon' do it, do it just like this. You don't see just how wild the crowd is. You don't see just how fly my style is. I don't see why I need a stylist. When I shot so much, I can speak Italian. I don't know, I just want it better for my kids. You didn't have to put this on, dog. Come on. I need Ben to stop rocking these ones and twos. Y'all not going to have any talking if you keep doing this. <laughs> and just realize oh you're a champion. You know what I'm saying? Just realize you're a champion, Mel. Oh, Ben. And you know what? So today we're asking the question, what motivates you? It's a think piece. You know what I'm saying? It's one of those where it's okay if you can't sit here and put it on a platter and tell me this is it. This motivates me. This 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 little spoonful. That's okay. Think about it. Like, but I think it's important to like, like journaling, for example. I feel like journaling is so important. And I feel like when people think about journaling, you think the typical, like, you know, uh, Harriet the Spy little black and white spiral notebook. No. You can journal. Uh, somebody was telling me the other day, the way that they journal is they set up their tripod and they record themselves talking. And, and they, they'll say, like, this is how my day went. This is where I felt like I could have done better. This is what I'm hoping to accomplish tomorrow. And I was like, that is such a good idea. So many people love to look at their own faces. And I say that, like, silly, but, like, it's true. And I feel like a lot of people love to talk. And why not let that be the way that you journal? Or maybe doing a, vo- a voice note to yourself or doing it in your phone. Like, And that's how I journal, personally. I like to write things down. But it's 2024 and I don't write anymore. So when I do write, I get a hand cramp after like an hour, if that. Uh, But we're asking the question, how do you or what motivates you? And I don't think that that's something where you should just like not really think deeply about it because it's so easy to say like, okay, I'm motivated by money. Great. Love that for you. Ben and I were talking about this earlier. The Mm -hmm. universe, the law of attraction manifestation, those things are real. They are so real. And if you don't believe me, this is what I, I, I uh, challenge you to do. I challenge you to write down just one manifestation, just one, but make sure it's something that you genuinely believe in 
something that you genuinely feel like you can accomplish or the universe can accomplish for you, write it down. Once right. it comes true, because it will come true, it will come to fruition. When it does, come back to me and let me know how it went, please, because I know it'll work. I 100% believe in manifestation. And guess what? If it doesn't come true, if it doesn't end up happening, then it wasn't meant for you and mm-hmm. or it's not the time for that. And God will find a way. The universe will find a way. It always does. So what motivates you? What is it that gets you out of bed? What is it that um, makes you feel like you want to be a better person and put yourself in a better situation? Money is a huge motivating factor. But the reason why I brought up the law of attraction and manifestation, I was telling Ben this. I asked the universe for something recently. And I thought I was being specific. And Ben's laughing because he knows what I'm talking about. But I thought I was being specific. And I was. But I was I was asking for something too literally mm-hmm. and not being as specific as I should have been. So I asked for something. Right. I manifested it. It came true. The universe, you know, handed it to me on a gold platter. And I said, thank you. Mm-hmm. But now I'm realizing, like, dang, this is not how I saw it going. This is not exactly what I wanted. And I think it's because, yeah, I was literal in that manifestation, but I didn't tell the universe what it was that I wanted. And that's something I've heard even about relationships. And Ben, I hate to say that because you're the one who likes to talk about relationships on the show. And I feel like it all whatever. I could vomit thinking about it. Whatever. But you you still tripping on Valentine's Day. What you talking about? All right. No, actually, sir. Um anyway, I uh you're funny. I feel like Even when it comes to like relationships, the universe doesn't know what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. So the people out here who are saying like dating is so hard and there's nothing on the apps and there's nobody on the streets. You can't meet anybody in a bar and you're not going to enough events or the events you do go to. There's no one who's your type because the universe don't know what you want, baby. Tell the universe exactly what you want. Write it down. Make a column. Like literally be like, okay. I want somebody with this, and not the tall, dark, and handsome, because we all want tall, dark, and handsome. We all like to climb trees. Yeah, I said it. We'll climb every branch if we get an opportunity. But it's not about that. It's about you want someone with a sense of humor. Do you want someone who can be a provider? Do you want somebody who is going to motivate you, an accountability buddy, somebody who you can be your absolute best self with, your natural self, somebody who's going to win with you, a partner? Like, be specific about what you want. And then not only go get it, Think about what's going to motivate you to go get it. What are you going to get out of those things? I use that example for a relationship because of how much Ben loves to talk about love. But I think that that's something that we should do in all areas of our life. Like be very specific about what you want, what your goals are, and really do think deeply about what motivates you. Because if you're not doing the best at whatever it is that you have in front of you, if you're not doing the best at work, if you're not doing the best in your your rec soccer league team. I don't know what people be doing these days on the streets, but like whatever it is that you're doing, whatever activities you have going on in your life, if you feel like you're not doing it to the best of your ability, right? maybe that's something where you need to take a look in the mirror and go, well, what's motivating me? That's Do true. I have something to motivate me? Is there an incentivization? And I'm not saying the incentive has to be like a, a monetary amount, mm-hmm. but like, what is my incentive? What is my motivator? Like what makes me want to get up and do this and be my best at it? And I think that's just such an important thing to look back on and reflect on. And we don't do that too often. Like, not all of us do that, I think. I think sometimes we almost take 
life for granted, yeah. you know, and I, that's another thing I said to you, Ben, you do, because you're just living your life. You're just going through the motions, but it's like, be intentional yeah. with your emotions, be intentional but, and, and about I, what it is that drives you. And in all honesty, man, I think that's what you're really referencing, especially when it comes down to, like you said, manifesting what you actually really want in your life. You need to be intentional about what you want in your life. Like whatever you're speaking out into the universe and you're saying that you want, you, you, you want a better job, you want a better career. Well, actually, what career do you want? What job do you want? What do you really want to do? And speak that each and every day. Uh, but Truth Nation, we're asking everybody, what motivates you? What is your motivation for life? Why do you get up out the bed each and every day? What is your motivation? Call in right now, 833-212-1017. Right now, Mel, we got John on the lines. John, what is your question or comment? What's going down, big dog? Uh, peace and blessings to you both. God bless. Uh, I really enjoy listening to you guys, and um, you're very inspirational. But um, my motivation is typically to be of sound mind mm. and of uh, good health uh, because um, I've chosen or may have been chosen to care for my father, um, mm. um, his uh, legal guardian, and... Um, uh, he's in his late 80s, and he has Alzheimer's. Oh, God bless and this him! Is a, and this is a daily, a daily uh, challenge. And um, my motivation is simply to to care for him. I can go into a lot of, you know, uh, other things, but um, even though I am doing the care in his own way, he's also caring for me mm. because I kind of um, uh, said to myself that, or in my meditations that my father has actually become my guru because there's a lot of things that I have learned in caring for him. If anybody, if you guys have ever had to care for anybody in this type of situation, you would know that it's uh it, it can be very, very trying. So mm -hmm. things like patience, long suffering, um, and overall just love to be able to care for someone like that, um, is an un, unselfish kind of, uh, journey. Yeah. And I think that, um, anything else, as far as, you know, when people say, Oh, you're going to be blessed and blessed. Well, you know, my blessing is the fact that I can, um, care for him on a daily basis mm -hmm. and not only care for him, but care for myself. So typically that's, that's my motivation. It's taught me a lot. I've been around for, you know, 57 years and, <clears throat> and I'm just learned uh, a lot about myself with this. And, yeah. and each day is a day by day. Um, I don't take things for granted being out in the streets every day. Yeah. You know, when I have to run mm -hmm. errands and take care of myself. So, um, I just encourage everybody to uh, to to be on that uh, tip. You know, money is fine. You know, we need it and all of these things, but they come and go. You know, we ain't taking it nowhere with us. So I think we just look at the blessing and everything that we that we have. Yeah. Um, get up, take a breath. To, you know, just you know, um, you know, I don't know. No, nah, John. Nah, John. Uh, I definitely appreciate your calling. Honestly, call in anytime, John. Definitely appreciate that. Um, from my honest yeah, standpoint, so 
Yeah, we need more people in the world like John. You know, there's so many people, uh, and John actually threw out his age. He says he's in his 50s. There's people in their 30s and 20s right now who wouldn't even take care of their their, their parent. You know, so, John, we need more people like you, and we need more sons and daughters to, to treat the, the elderly uh, as they should. Don't don't act like they didn't put, put in the work for you to be here, you know. Um, but now we're about to head to Al. Al, you are on 1017 The Truth, Nothing But The Truth with Melanie Ricks. What's your question or comment? Well, my comment is, can't nobody dictate when you are ready for something. Mm. Only you can do that. I am a firm believer the power is in your word and in your flesh. If you want it, you go get it and you make it happen. Because there's only two kind of people, those that make it happen and those that watch it happen. And Mm. the ones that's in between, you don't care about. If you want a relationship you go get that relationship, and you create that audience so you can pick and choose and decide when you want to and when you don't want to. If it's something that you want, even if God said you ain't ready for it, you said you're going to speak for yourself, you can't speak for me because the power is in my flesh and in my word, and when the power is in my flesh and in my word, my power is more greater than you because if I keep waiting on you to give it to me, I'm not depending on myself but when i depend on myself i don't have to depend on you Mm. have a good day thank you al appreciate you al hope you have a great day as well another al motivates you (laughs) i mean you know what and and al just keeps dropping the al isms and i'm here for all of the isms i'm surprised he didn't say i'm surprised he didn't i'm surprised he didn't say the booty hole motivate him see this is the thing about ben we're having a really great conversation. It's very like reflective, and he just finds a way to be a Gemini. You know what I mean? Like uh, Geminis are gonna Gemini. Doesn't matter who you are, where you are. What can't you're control doing. a Gemini, you're man. You can't. Nope. Either one of you. Nope. Uh, but what does motivate you? That's what we're talking about today. What gets you going? What makes you want to reach that next level of success? Because it's. I don't know. I feel like that's such a loaded question because there, there could be so many different factors. But I'm trying to be inspired. Let me know what motivates you. 833-212-1017. That's the talk to text line. Phone line is also open. Hit us up and let us know what motivates you. Nothing but the truth with Melanie Ricks returns after this on 1017 The Truth, the truth app and 1017thetruth.com. You are listening to Nothing But The Truth with Melanie Ricks on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Motivation. 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 It's motivation. You know what? This reminds me that when it comes to music, I am heavily motivated, motivated by Lil Baby. <laughs> Every time I listen to it, it does not matter what song I listen to by Lil Baby. I am on go. You can't tell me nothing. I can do anything I put my mind to. I don't know why, but Lil Baby does that for me, like in a very deep way. 
And we're talking about what motivates you. What gets you going? What do you feel is that that thing that makes you want to be the absolute best version of yourself? And I want everybody to feel like they are being the absolute best version of themselves. Now, with that being said, you're going to have an off day. You're going to have a day where you just didn't do as much on Tuesday like you did on Monday. But guess what? Did you do your absolute best? Did you give it all that you could? Then I think you had a great day. And I am learning, Ben, to give myself credit for even the small things because I am my own worst enemy. I have accomplished a lot at the age of 32. Um, I could be a braggart, but I'm not because it's, it's just not who I am innately. But I've accomplished a lot and I very seldom give myself credit for that. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I almost look at it like, well, this is what you're supposed to do. Like, God put you here for this. Because I don't know about you, Ben. Like, I know how passionate you are about music and being a personality and a producer and all of that. For me, I literally, when I talk to the masses, when I'm talking on the radio, when yeah. I'm talking on Instagram Live, when I'm doing my reports from the sideline, I literally feel like I am doing what God put me here for. That's and that's right. a blessing. But it also is like a, not a detriment. I'm trying to find a, a, a word that's, that's like a little bit more like a burden. It almost feels like a burden. That's the word I was looking for. Because sometimes I'm like, I don't feel like being the person that makes people happy. I don't feel like being the person that brings good energy. Like, I want somebody to bring it to me. But then that's when you tell your people, like, I need that energy from you. Mm -hmm. But it's also I like... Hype me up, dog. That's all I need. But it's also about living in your truth and living in who you are as a person and allowing that to motivate you. Like allowing yourself to know, like, God brought me here. God said, listen, you're going to come here. Yeah. You're going to change lives. You're going to do great things. And you're going to leave feeling like I accomplished what I came here for. And that alone should motivate you. When you think about your familial structure, when uh, Al was saying something to the effect of, you know, you can't take the money that you earn with you. No, but guess what? You can set your generations up. And that's mm -hmm. an issue in the black community for so long. When I was a kid, the term generational wealth did not exist, Ben. I heard that term for the first time as an adult adult. Like I'm talking in my early 20s. I heard that. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? I like that was not a sentiment in the black community growing up. And Al saying, that's the, that was the only issue I took with uh, what Al said. You know, I love you, Al. But he said, you can't take that money with you. No, but you can leave it for the next generation. And that, going back to what started this whole conversation, the Giannis documentary, um, and that's what inspired, of course, the question, what motivates you? He said his family. He said he, he got, this is where you're going to get emotional in this part, Ben, but there was a moment in my girl Sav, Anybody else who's seen it, you know which moment I'm talking about, where he literally, he, he has to, like, gather himself. He's crying so much, Giannis, mm. because he's talking about how his family means so much to him, how family is the most important thing in the world to him. And he said, and he actually, um, it's so interesting that he said this line in a documentary, because he also told me this in private, and he was talking to several of us, but he said, uh, like, because we were just talking about finances and, like, contracts and stuff like that. And he was like, I'm genuinely afraid that in like 20 years, I'm going to have a family member who needs help and I'm not going to be able to help them. Mm. And that 
that is what drives him. And it's, you know, us kind of folk, we can laugh at that. Like, Giannis, you're going to be fine. In 20 years, you'll still have a lot of money. You're fine. Nah, that's something real to think about. But that's something real to think about. Mm -hmm. That's real. And so for him, his motivator, and I'm sure it's just one of, you know, the many that he has is his family. Right. And I think that's a beautiful thing. So do you have, do you have something like that? Do you have something tangible that you can say, this is what motivates me. This is what makes me want to do the best that I can do, be the best that I can be. Cause I'm sorry, y'all. If there's anybody listening to this that feels okay with the bare minimum, this conversation is not for you. If you're okay with being complacent, if you're okay with just skating by, being surface level, doing what was done before you, wash, rinse, repeat, this conversation isn't for you. This conversation is for people who want to be motivated, who want to go to that next level. Right. And I don't want to shame anybody who maybe is not on that, you know, that wavelength, because let's be honest, Ben, there's ebbs and flows to this life. You feel me? There yeah. are some days when you're like, I don't care. I'm out. I'm done. And for people who feel that way, I beg that you talk to someone about that emotion because that's a scary feeling when you're like, there's nothing left for me to be motivated by. That's a scary, you know what I'm saying? No, that's true. Because, that's that you, you know, that, that's true because the only way from up is down, you know, and if you are starting to feel depressed and feel like, you know, what am I really truly living for? You know, you got to find that passion all over again, you know, and I want to run to these text lines really quick because we're getting a lot of uh, t uh, feedback on the text line. And if you guys want to let us know what motivates you, text in at 833-212-1017. But I'm going to run to the text lines real quick, all right? Uh, I love that. With that being said, um, one of the texters uh, goes on to say, look, my family came to the U.S. as a refugee after the Vietnam War. Hearing my parents, my grandparents, my aunts and uncles, my elders recount their experiences, seeing how they started over in a foreign country with absolutely nothing but what they were able to carry with them motivates me to keep going every time I want to give up. My parents used to always tell us growing up, our success is their success. I never understood it until now. Um, another texter, and uh, this is Brittany, and, and I actually follow Brittany on Facebook. Me and Brittany are actually friends on Facebook, so I know exactly what she's talking about. But she goes on to say, look, I recently lost my grandma, and it's killing me on the inside. Uh, not sure how to be okay with her, uh, without her for the rest of my life. My daughter is helping me tremendously, even though she's only two and doesn't even know, uh, doesn't even know that she is. Uh, ben, what... Uh, what motivates you? How do you go on after a great loss? And I think that's a great question because, as you said, though, Mel, you know, and 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 question before, it's like, you know, sometimes some people do wake up and feel like, man, what am I really doing all this for? Like, what is it all adding up for? What does this even really mean? You know, and these are one of the things that, especially after again me losing my father, I had to endure, I had to encounter, you know, and had to think about to myself, like, what does all this even really mean for me? You know, because if, from my standpoint, my father, we passed away at 65 but if you looked at him he looked like he was in his 40s you know so he appeared to me in really great health and in some shape or factor for me was like a a cornerstone of what great health looked like at the age of 65 however that whole idea that i had before is now shattered so how do i move on or even feel like hey you know what i I have more to go for me. And I had to sit back and think to myself and Brittany, uh, maybe this is something that you could take, but I had to realize that, you know what? One of the, that person is no longer here with us. That, that person, my father is no longer here with me, maybe in spirit, but physically no. However, I'm here, you know, and everything that he's taught me, 
uh, is now living through me. You know, me doing what I currently do right now is actually one of his dreams that he wanted to do. This is something that my father really wanted to do with his life. Unfortunately, he wasn't able to. Um, and that's just what it is. So with that being said, uh, Brittany, I would suggest for you to look at all the things that your grandmother actually did teach you. You know, look, look at look at how beautiful you became as a woman because of her. And, you know, with that being said, go on to teach your daughter all those same teachings that your grandmother gave you and give it down to her. That's the only way that we can only li- that that is the only way we can live for eternity is by passing down the information that we know to our seed, seed, seeds. You know, and even going back down to what you said, Mel, trying to break those generational curses. You know, part of the breaking generational cur- generational curses comes with you providing information to the next generation so they can go on and be better. And that's currently what I'm doing. And that's one of the things I realized, like, I have to do. I have to go on and teach the th- lessons that my father taught me uh, to my seeds, to the people that I talk to each and every day on this radio. You know, some of these people I don't actually even know. However, they do know me through the advent of radio and it whatever i say uh over this radio airwaves some way shape fashion or form helps them live their life and if i could do that each and every day help changing people's lives throughout this microphone then so be it this may be what god actually uh uh, uh, preordained for me to be this may be the path that god wanted for me so i can set free others you know especially with me going through my trials and tribulations my trials and tribulations are supposed to be a testimony for others uh to to vicariously live through and figure out their own lives so again, Brittany, I really appreciate your your your, your text, um, and our pray- prayers are up for you, your family, and your grandmother. And I hope uh, she is resting peacefully because, my God, I'm certain she's raised a a, a great, beautiful young lady in, inside of you. So, yeah, yeah, Brittany, my condolences to you. That's that's a tough one, and I'm I'm so sorry for your loss. But you know what? Live. You, be motivated, motivated. Excuse me, by her memory, and know that she's always with you. You know, and she's proud of you. And I feel like loss in life in general, and you know, that's that's another topic, Ben. That's that's a tough thing. Well, you know um, what? Because because we got to go to break. I want to sum I want to mm-hmm. sum it up really quick because we had a discussion about yeah. this like six months ago. Whenever a big loss comes up, think about yourself as being the phoenix. All right, think about yourself as being the phoenix. A phoenix flies and is this mystical creature. However, one day it does go to ashes, and as soon as it turns to ashes, it rises back up, back up again. So ultimately, when uh, a great loss comes up on you, it's ultimately just a rebirth again yourself so be ready for that because it's gonna happen at some point truth nation no i couldn't agree more well said ben we're gonna wrap this up on the other side what motivates you 833-212-1017 nothing but the truth with melanie ricks returns after this on 1017 the truth the truth app and 1017 truth.com. Nothing But The Truth with Melanie Ricks returns after this on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Inspire the people, Mel. And honestly, that for me, 
inspire, motivate them. That's one of the most motivating records that I know of, in all honesty. I wonder. It's so good. It's so good. Now I'm about to go listen to old Kanye for the rest of today. Hey, I'm throwing it back 20 years, baby. We're going back to 2004 today, honey. It's giving throwback Thursday. All right. We appreciate y'all always. Shout out to Ben Jammin on the ones and twos. It's amazing. From Minneapolis, we've got a 9 p.m. tip-off tomorrow. So we got the day in Minneapolis. Gonna go get some practice in. Gonna go get ready for the game and just get back in mode. Gonna get motivated. Back in mode too. You come on now, dog. Did you just create a new term? Did you just say mode invaded? Come on, Ben. Come on, Ben. Well, you know I'm highly creative. I know you are. What inspires you? What motivates you? I want you to think about that and start writing down some manifestations. They're all gonna come true. I guarantee it. All right. We got Tori Love next to one of the folks. We'll see you tomorrow, God willing. Bye. No friends, I hope the fake. Saying they love me, but.